we were considering the bye week this week. We were almost on IR, but we're back, we're here, and we're flipping it up this week. Nothing but positive vibes. And let me tell you, there's magic in the air. That's the theme of this episode. Your favorite Lodo bros are back. And this time, we're building bankrolls. We're dropping bombs. We're, we're getting wins. We're banking tournaments. That's what we're doing this weekend. I'm BG in the place to be. He's JKNKC and Mr. Mountain Dew himself, Big Brandon, the return. Glad to have you back. Listen, I'm going to spoil it for you. And you guys can start in on me now. Minchu Magic Week. That's where we're going. Instant reaction, please, Brandon. Let me open up a can of Mountain Dew real quick. Hold on. Okay. That wasn't instant. Uh, I mean, come on now. I mean, seriously. I'm Minchu. switching it up. Minchu Magic. Here's, here's my only issue. You really think he's going to win you a GPP for real? Yes. Do you no. think he can? No. Not with that attitude. Joe, your <laughs> your reaction to Minshew Magic Week. I mean, I, I definitely think he's cash viable. Um, I think he might be uh, a little iffy for GPPs just because mm. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know that him and that team are uh, – going to drop 80 with the stack but i mean at 5k you can you can throw him in a gpp it's not the end of the world okay um, I, I think he can win a gpp just because of that price amen let's go through it position by position gpp large fields and we'll discuss i'm going to start out there with Minshew magic gardner Minshew. um the stack is super cheap he's 5k one of his wide receivers that i'm going to hammer on is uh under 4,200. He's 4,100 to be exact. Not sure why I said it that way. He's just over $4,000. So a very nice stack and also some good run back. So I'm definitely there. Now, if I were talking about who's going to win me a GPP, who's got the highest potential and who's got the highest projection, obviously um, we're looking at probably Tua again. Well, you are fading right? in and out pretty uh, bad. I mean, I am. Lost okay, good. Oh, well, I'm <laughs> still here. I'm still here, and I'm still saying Tua because obviously that's going to be one of the more um, high-scoring games on the slate. Uh, Brandon, let's go to you. Quarterbacks, please. All right. Well, uh, I think I'm going to keep rolling. Well, first of all, I don't have a problem with Minshew. I just think for like 100 bucks more, I think if you're going to go on a GPP and take a flyer, I, th I like – I like Mr. Bryce, the rookie, against Miami for a hundred bucks more. Uh, Miami's defense isn't that great, so I mean they're going to end up scoring probably twenty plus points on the Carolina side, and their offense hasn't been great. So, I, I here's the thing with uh, Indianapolis: Is Jonathan Taylor going to start stealing more carries? Are they going to run the ball more? Is Minshew really going to throw that much to win you that? That's where I'm stuck on that. So. Hate to kill that vibe, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go where I went with last week. I know I was on the pod, and people miss me. I could tell in the pod people were missing. <laughs> yes, but uh, 
I actually had a pretty good week. I didn't I didn't cash, but I didn't play much. But my I, I ended up scoring I think 164, but I was just outside the GPP cash on my twelve dollar single entry. But I'm gonna go with Stafford again. Uh, you saw what Burrow did, who hasn't done shit this year. Uh, him and Chase did the Arizona. I think I'm gonna go Stafford and uh, with Cutback. I like stacking him with uh, a little Puka, a little Cup. You know, and then bringing it back with some random uh, Arizona guys. So that's I actually, I actually like that a lot as well. Joe, quarterbacks, please. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy that is just under sixty four hundred dollars, uh, sixty three hundred to be exact. <laughs> uh, listen, Mister Burrow finally showed us something last week. I'm not afraid of this Seattle defense whatsoever. Uh, if anything, they have weapons to be able to keep up with the. Cincinnati offense if they start going off. Uh, yep. Joe Burrow, we paid upwards of almost what seventy five hundred eight grand la- for last year. Sixty three hundred is a bargain for a guy that good. Um, mm. So I'm I'm going to go the Joe Burrow route this week. I I don't hate going Geno Smith this week either in that same yep. game. Yeah. Um, possibly chasing. Okay, Joe. Let's stay with you. Let's go to running backs. Oh boy. Um, Man, running backs are tough. I, I love David Montgomery last week. He's super expensive this week. Don't know that I want to go back there, but I don't necessarily hate it because I, I believe Josh uh, uh, or Jameer Gibbs is out again this week, correct? Yes. Mr. Blue Tent Podcast. <laughs> yes. Out. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't hate going there. Uh, with T. Higgins out, I don't hate going Joe Mixon again. I, I might go um, – Burrow, Mixon, and Chase, and that be my three-man stack. Um, other than that, I'll, I'll probably cheap out, stay in this low 6K range, maybe go a little cheaper than that even. Um, I'll be somewhere in there probably. Uh, Brandon, running backs? Don't sound so uh, enthused there, Mr. Brady. <laughs> I know we're on a time limit. We can't afford to pay for hosting. So, you know, uh, we're trying well, to. I mean, that's great. I'm glad you told me that now, <laughs> seven minutes into the pod. But uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, what's chalk going to be? Raheem Mostert, maybe? Uh, I can I tell you. I can tell you. Okay. Uh, based on projections for ownership, well, Wednesday night, Mixon, 26, Mostert, 25, Jacobs, 24, Kyron Williams, 22, and Alvin Kamara at 22 as well. So those are your yeah. top five all over 20% ownership. Gotcha. So I'm going to I'm gonna fall back on my high-end dollar guy that I went last week with, which kind of killed my GPP lineup. Uh, I'm going to go Bijan again. Washington can't stop the run. Uh they're not great against running backs, and I have a feeling Bijan's probably – I mean, he kind of burned everybody. I know he scored last week, I believe, but his stats were horrible compared to what he's done. So I think I'm going to jump right back on that. And I like where, I like that game Joe's, Joe's hitting up. I like mm-hmm. a little bit Walker because since he can't stop the run either, uh, I don't really have any flyer guys down below. I don't know who Arizona's running back is going to be this week, so, or else I'd maybe take a shot on that, but – I. With that being said, I think you're just kind of throwing darts at that point. So that's a good question. Yeah, DeMarcado. Yeah, it looks like DeMarcado is probably the guy in in Arizona. Yeah, he's very cheap. And Rams aren't that great. They're kind of mediocre against the run, so you never know. I mean, it's not a bad comeback if you're going to do a stack like I said. So, But that's not where I'm going on the comeback. But, yeah, I – 
I just don't know who they have. Are they going to do like three running backs? They're going to go him. You know what I'm, I just no, don't. they, that's the thing. They actually don't because Deontay Ingram, I think is the other guy's name. He's been out with a neck injury. So Deontay. yeah, Keontae Ingram has been out. Corey Clement and Amari DeMarcado. Yeah. So the reason that uh, DeMarcado is looking like the guy, I mean, I, I guess I don't know what they're, running back roster looked like last week but after connor left i believe demarcado got all of the running back touches like he became the bell cow basically as soon as connor was out and it doesn't look like they're projecting him super high only 10 at a salary of 4900 still cheap but his ownership isn't even at one Mm. his ownership is just under 0.6 at point yep. five, I mean that game um, could be a sneaky shootout too. So that's kind of where I mean I like Joe's Joe's prediction on that game. That'll probably be where another stack I do. I'll probably do two lineups this week. I, I'm starting to feel feel myself a little bit after last week, even though I did not cash, but I liked my picks. The only thing that sucked for me was wasn't my main stack. Like my main stack and comeback were great. I had you know the the potential was there. I had Stafford, Puka, and Cup. They all did pretty well in the game script almost went how I wanted it. And I had Dallas Goddard coming back, which was brilliant if I'd say, but, uh, <laughs> but what, where I suck and why I'm a dumpster fire, uh, legend here, uh, is because my skinny stack coming, you know, you pick your one and then your one, I, they were horrible. I, I forget who I picked. I have to go back and look, but they like got me a toad. I think it was Bijan and, uh, who they play last week, somebody else. And it was just, it was awful, so it just killed my lineup at 164. And, you know, if they just hit their normals, I would have been up in the 180-something range, which, you know, cash is in a GPP. While we're bragging on failures, thank you. let me say two weeks in a row, my dumpster fire move has been not putting my cash lineup into GPP contests. And with my cash lineup, that won me at least two 50-50s. Wow. It would have also put me in the top 20 of like the slant or something. Mm. But did I do that? No, I didn't. Two weeks in a row. Joe told me, and I just, I really thought I did. Whatever. I'm sorry. And I I told you that the first week they did this, and then you didn't do it again this past week. This is facts. Welcome to being a parent. That's awkward. Um, get used to it. All right. So let me talk running backs here real quick. I do like that kid from Arizona because I do think with that low ownership for a running back one in a, what could be a mess of a game, I do like going there, and it's likely that he'll be in some of my lineups. Another guy that the projections love is David Montgomery for Detroit going up against Tampa Bay. He's – probably the best running back value on the slate and only projected for around 11% ownership. So he's a little on the expensive side at 7,300, but he's got a very high floor and his ceiling um, a little lot lower than I would like it to be. But um, with that ownership and with that projection, I like him a lot and then the other thing i like to do lately is go and filter to wide receivers and look at ownership and figure out where you can pivot 
um, Jamar Chase, highest owned uh, on the slate. So I do like that mix and play just in case people don't want to stack a running back and wide receiver from that game. The other thing is I think a lot of people are going to be on Minnesota because they're going to be able to put Osborne and Addison now that Justin Jefferson is out. I think a lot of people are going to put those two in a lineup. So I think you could pivot and go to Madison, who hasn't been playing great, obviously, but he's only 5,600. And again, he's the RB1 for now until Cam Akers um, comes in and takes over. So those are guys that I'm looking with, uh, looking at, and I definitely agree. I think Bijan is just becoming a stud, and also things sound good for Bryce Hall. Um, it looks like he may finally be the guy in New Jersey. By the way, did I do it? Are they not on this slate? No. They are. They play know, Philadelphia. Yeah, as I say, it's Brees. Oh, what did I say? Bryce. Yeah, it's Bryce. Brees Lightning, by the way. Yes, Bryce Hall. Um, Brees. But he is playing Philly, so watch that. All right, Joe, wide receivers, please. Man, can it make me lead off every time tonight or what? Oh, did you? Okay, it's Brandon. No, it's cool. It's okay. cool. I'm pretty sure um, I led with quarterbacks. You did. Um, and it was magical. Here I am leading with everything else. Yes. Um, man, I, I know I know Brandon is liking uh, his Stafford play, but I'm not loving the stacking options just because they're so freaking expensive. Um, if Cooper Cup or Puka were uh, what they're currently priced at, and one of the one of the other were out, I think I would I'd be pulling the trigger right there with Brandon. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's obviously going to be a pretty low owned stack between the two of them, costing what they cost. Um, so that could be a, a good way to get different there. Um, but I think my main guy that I'm trying to get to this week is Jamar Chase, obviously with my stack. But then I also like the bringbacks of Tyler Lockett and uh, DK Metcalf. I, I just kind of all in on this game right now. I, I don't know why it'll probably blow up in my face and we'll all go down in flames, but, uh, Tyler Lockett at 5%, uh, DK Metcalf is DK Metcalf not playing this week too. He may not be man. So if DK Metcalf doesn't play Tyler Lockett is currently projected for 5%. Obviously I think that'll probably go up if uh, DK Metcalf is ruled out, but that's a good way to make my lineup a little different, even though I'm probably eating the chalk with Chase and Mixon. Mm. Brandon, wide receivers. Yeah, so let me ask this. Is Higgins going to play? Um, I believe he's leaning that way, yes, but we don't know for sure. I can check. I know, he had, I know he had a limited practice, but I'm just yeah. saying like – He's currently projected as playing. Okay. By, uh, well, keep, keep an eye on that because you got Trent Irwin – uh, not a sexy play by any means, but the dude, I think, had like 10 or 11 targets last week. I mean, watching the red zone, that dude was all over the place. He didn't get all of, you know, chases. But, I mean, I, you know what? I'm just going to pull the thing up real quick. He had 10 targets last week. Eight okay. catches for 60 right, yards. Right. And at 3,300, that's ridiculous. And yeah. who knows? He still may get a, quite a bit of look still. Just because Higgins may not be a hundred percent, so for thirty three hundred, he may play a little slot role with Tyler Boyd or some. Who knows? I don't know what he's going to play. Probably in the outside if Higgins isn't there. But keep an eye on that. Um, I think there's a lot of little flyer ones that are really cheap. Uh, is that who's uh, DK's backup um, if he doesn't play? Is it J- Smith? It's yeah, Jackson Smith. Right. 
Right. And I, I mean, I'm all JSN. I'm 100% behind Joe in this game, too. This is the other one I want to stack, just like Joe. Um, just watching the Rams throw to Cooper Cup and Puka, it was just a no brainer. Uh, I know they're expensive, but I'm putting together lineups that you can get with all the cheapy wide receivers with injuries. I think you can you can really make some decent lineups with that stack. And then Joe's game is super easy to stack with, and I like the bringbacks too. So uh, I'm not really uh, looking at very many other games besides those two games. So I don't know. Probably uh, probably going to be doing like Joe said. I'm going to be that game and my game. So, I mean, Puka, Co- Cooper Cup are my high ends, and then keep an eye for these super cheap wide receivers. I mean – I don't know. Then Minnesota has some cheapies too. I mean, Osborne may get some good looks. Who knows? I don't know um, what's going to happen. But I mean, there's there's a lot of good value that's going to pop up. I just hope it doesn't pop up to the last second, so people can't just chalk it up. Well, everybody's going with Addison. He's going to be twenty percent owned because they assume he's going to be the Justin Jefferson role. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. K.J. Osborne projects pretty well at 4,400 for 12 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to go to my Indiana stack. Josh Downs projects for like 12 at 4,100. Pittman is going to be your alpha at 63. And the other thing is I still like Zach Moss. At this point, I think people are going to be off of him, and we can check the exact projections at this point uh, on Wednesday night. But ownership just under 2.5% at 2.4, and a good ceiling as we've seen, and I think people are going to be off of him because of Jonathan Taylor. But Zach Moss is going to play in the the pass-catching role, right? So Gardner Minshew will – drop off passes right he'll uh, go to the check down so i think zag moss is still in play with that stack and it's cheap you can also do it a few different ways with some low ownership um i i do like trying to force puka and cooper cup i think because they are so expensive not a lot of people are going to be playing them together but they both had 20 last week and if they do that again against Arizona, who beat Dallas, by the way, and we're seeing what Dallas is, and that's not what we thought they were going to be early on. Um, so I do think that that Arizona-LA game could be a very interesting one, and I do like Cup and Puka because I don't think people are going to go there for the exact reasons that Joe said. Um, and then, look, if you're if you're talking about value, Brandon did bring that up, and there are some good ones down there in the uh, under 5K range uh, that you should be able to find, like he said, because of injuries. Um, Brandon, talk to us about tight ends. Well, I mean, if you do enough squats, you get yourself a tight end, all right? <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so... Uh, my comeback for my stack on the L.A. game is obviously Ertz. Still getting, you know, pretty good volume overall. I mean, I just, I'm just i hoping he falls in the end zone again, maybe back-to-back weeks with a little more volume with the TD this week. And last week he just fell in with little volume. So maybe, you know, maybe this week, you know, something like that. We'll see. Uh, 
I'm going to bring up a guy. A lot of mine are really low-owned dudes, but uh, and really cheapies. But I'm going to bring up one of Joe's ex-lovers. Oh, what? I was going to also bring him up. Oh, no. I, you know, if that's the case, I got to leave Back it on the bandwagon. Don't oh, do it. My gosh, I better leave it. Joe, tell us, tell us about him. Listen, this guy has <laughs> uh, he's lost me some money. Uh, I've picked him in full season fantasy football for every year that he's been in the league uh and uh that went poorly but you know what he got 11 targets last week and i'm back on the bandwagon we're going kyle pitts baby (laughs) come on he's back come on dude the the atlanta falcons for whatever reason played the houston texans last week and had competent play calling they got kyle pitts drake london and Bijan robinson the ball I don't know what made them do this all of a sudden, but listen, if you're going to get a freak athlete like Kyle Pitts the ball 11 times and you're going to tell me that I have to pay 3500 for that guy, sign me up. Yeah. Um, Give me 11 opportunities for a freak athlete any day. Uh, of the yeah. Here's the thing. I do think for me, and we know I love tight ends. For me, I do think this is tight end punt week, if you will. You can go super cheap. Durham Smythe projected for seven at less than 3% ownership, 2,900. Look at these guys. Goose egged the targets last week. That's fine. That's fine. Just throw it out there. Just throw it out there. I mean, Kyle Pitts is probably goose egged this year. I don't think he has. Okay. Okay. But right. Um, but look at these guys. Uh, Kate Otten projected for seven at 3,200. Kyle Pitts. Jonu Smith projects higher than Kyle Pitts. He's got half the ownership and he's $100 less. Jonu right. Smith with Atlanta. If, if I'm punting and the guy that you should be punting with, I'm thinking is Kyle Granson. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yes. Yes, agreed. Yes. So I think this is super cheap. Uh, I think it's super cheap uh, tight end week, if you will. If you're not going up to, you know, Sam Laporta, the best play on the tight end slate. Um, Is he with Amon Ross St. Brown back, though? Because he got got boosted last week because Amon Ross' 10 targets a week had to go somewhere. Right. Yeah, but I think if you go back and look um, on the in the box scores this season, which I'm going to do right now before we talk about the Chiefs and before we talk about do do do, um, why did I? Okay, also, you, you know what I just realized the lo- Detroit's teams are like cats, the Lions and Tigers. What's their? Do they have an NHL team? Yeah, the Red Wings. Obviously, the biggest cat <laughs> uh, in the jungle. Go ahead listen, while I'm looking so this up. We went to Sam Laporta last week because number one wide receiver's out. Do we not go to most expensive tight end on the slate, Hawkinson, yes. for the exact same reason? That would be actually a very good idea. Week one, Sam Laporta. Uh, Five targets. Amon Ra, he had six. Week two, because that's the thing. I think Sam Laporta's uh, 
targets have been steady whoever was on the field let's go to week two um sam laporta six amon ross seven uh jameer gibbs with actually more than that um let's go to week three against atlanta sam laporta uh 11 targets amon ra 12 so actually it doesn't seem to hurt him hardly at all let's look last week at what happened while we're going down the list didn't have many targets uh sam laporta four targets listen i would just like to say thank you for getting me on tj hawkinson because i i wasn't even thinking about him honestly 6600 bucks for a tight end this week didn't sound super great but then losing justin jefferson uh he had one week under eight targets this year uh i mean he could actually be the new number one i mean it could be it definitely could be addison who's a stud but tj hawkinson has been getting those targets every week of the season so far. And it is one of the higher projected point totals on the slate. Uh, Miami, Carolina up there at 48. Indy versus Jacksonville, second highest projection on the slate. Oh, besides Arizona and the Rams. Third, so third. It's right just below, just below fourth just behind second coming in at third um by the way did we lose brandon did he just quit mid show it looks like it okay what happened did we offend him i don't know he said it's money honey and then left (laughs) (laughs) okay then let's talk chiefs uh they have the thursday night game and this will post before that if you're still listening i guess cheers and um whatever uh all right he said computer just shut off it's money honey uh he said lodo bros all right brandon says chiefs cover the current line 10 and a half over under 47 and a half did you realize have you seen all this stuff going around the broncos haven't beat the chiefs in like 10 years it's been since 2015. Yeah. The Royals have won a World Series and the Broncos have won a Super Bowl since the last time the Chiefs beat the Broncos. George Karloftis was a freshman in high school. Listen, I hear you. It's been a minute. It's been insane. Um hopefully this isn't the week and I don't expect it to be based on the fact that Miami put up 70 on the Broncos already this season. Um, ten and a half is the line, Joe. What do you think? Give me uh, give me the Chiefs and the points, and it's going over. I, I'm taking it all. I tend to agree. I mean, I think the Chiefs can definitely get to 11, right? My only concern with the over is can they both get there? We've already seen the Chiefs pull starters. I mean, this, sure, but the Chiefs also scored 34 points in, in the first half of the game that they pulled starters. Right. Uh, I mean, we might we might not need the Broncos to score at all to get to this over. It's true. It's true, which kind of worries me. The fact that the spread is only 10.5 concerns me a little bit, considering the Dolphins are a 13.5-point favorite. 
I know Carolina's not great either. Uh, Buffalo's a 14-point favorite. Denver, I got to think, is a worse team than Carolina and the Patriots. So why is the spread only 10.5? I mean... I don't know. You're being real home? right now. I need you okay. to okay. Need okay. You positive up. At home, primetime game, I think the Chiefs roll and um, beat up the Broncos. And like I said, we're being positive. We're building bankrolls. We're banking tournaments this week, Joe. I like it. Let's do it. All right? Not just cash tournaments. Not just cash tournaments. Because, spoiler alert, first place pays the same as just below 51% minimum yeah (laughs) just below whatever the cash line is all right um appreciate you good job joe for jk and kc find him on twitch for big brandon and his mountain dew um find us on twitter at dumpster sports i'm brady thank you for listening to this episode of the dumpster fire sports podcast